comments heard on The View from a Pew are those of Mac McCoy and are not necessarily the opinions of his guests, his producer Garth, any one particular denomination or religion, the church lady, Mr. Lumpke, Pastor Craig, or anyone else of sound mind and body. Now here is today's The View from a Pew, heard all around the world on YouTube. Just search for The View from a Pew. It's uh, about that time of day, 4 o'clock on your radio and on podcast and video. Uh, you're getting this when you want to get it. And we thank you for going to our podcast sites or to our webcast site, webcast sites. Um, this That's a new phrase in our industry. Uh, for years and years, podcast was the term for uh, uh, a delivery of a product uh, other than the means of radio or something like that. So webcast means we have audio and video. So, gee, that's what you wanted to know today. I'll also tell you Jesus loves you. So that's the most important thing. All right. Uh, Well, my, my guest host is back after rampaging across the country. Where'd you go just Colorado? All the way out to British Columbia. I left That's the country right. even. Did you have to have a passport? I did. I took my passport with me. If I would have known that, I would have called the officials. <laughs> I would have called the, the Mounties and told the Canadian Mounties and said, you can't let this guy back in. I, I did get stopped, so I kind of question what you did there now. Really? Yeah, really? we were trying to bring eggs across the border, and that's a no-no. Because there is a, uh, a, a, a some kind of disease that's being passed am, among uh, birds, uh, some oh, kind of I bird see. flu thing, and and so uh, we we were trying to take three eggs across the border, and we got stopped for that. What the, what? <laughs> three eggs. <laughs> three eggs. So you had to give them the eggs back. We did. Were they hard boiled? Well, no, they were they were still in our ice chest, and so they were fine, and but. Uh, that's okay. Yeah, I know. We didn't mind that. I know. I know how that goes. All right. So you're back from a vacation. You're here back for a couple weeks. Yes. And this week, we're going to be talking about our first job, and you entitled that Garden Keepers. Do you remember when you were young? Do you remember what your first uh, job was, Mac? Uh, running away from the grandmother I didn't like when she had her yardstick. I don't think you got paid for that, probably, oh, though. paid. Yeah. Uh, my mother uh, giving me money and saying, don't come home till dark. <laughs> no, I really don't. I mean, I think I got an allowance, but I was a paper boy. Oh, that's uh, your job. Probably by the fifth or grade or so yeah. in my neighborhood. So that would have been my first job. And then I also got to work at a couple restaurants in Beatrice when I was younger. Well, you were ahead of me. I didn't start uh, officially working till the seventh grade, and there was a a student janitor position available for me. So, my dad was thought that I needed to start earning some income. So, I started as a janitor. But uh, if you look at a biblical sense, what is the Bible trying to tell us? It says our first job as human beings is to take care of planet Earth. Yeah. yeah. Garden keepers. So when you talk about garden keepers, you're not really talking about 
the garden. You're talking about the earth. Well, Adam and Eve were in a garden. Right. Remember Genesis 1 and 2? I remember the story. Yeah, they were in a garden, and God said, this is your job. He yeah. gave them dominion. You're Over in charge. everything. Over everything. That's Except right. Except that one darn tree. That's right. And Just the devil leave. came down and said, oh, you can go ahead and eat <laughs> off that tree. You'll be all right. God said, just leave it alone, but uh, they couldn't do that. Now, I want you to think about how this develops. In Genesis 1 and 2, God creates, if you go literally according to the days of creation, God creates light. He next, on uh, the second day, creates the firmament, that the, that's the atmosphere, that band of oxygen that's around this earth that we can breathe and, and things can grow. Uh, on the third day, divides the waters and the land, and f the vegetation grows, right? Yeah. Vegetation grows, trees, flowers, bushes, everything. Fourth day, sun, moon, and stars, everything out there above this earth. Then on the sixth day, everything that lives in the water and lives in the sky is what God creates. All yeah. the fish of the sea, all the birds of the air are created. Sixth day, he creates all the land animals. And then towards the end of the sixth day somewhere, he creates man. We're kind of an extra throw in. Yeah. Now, oh, we, shoot. We, I've got a little time left. What should I do? Uh, I'll invent uh, somebody who can mouth off to me and sin. Yeah. But God, God did make man the crowning act of creation. There's no question. But at the same time, look at all the creation that God did ahead of time. He created all these things, all these living creatures particularly, and he puts us all together on this planet. And then he says to man and woman, he says, you have dominion. You not only are in charge, you have responsibility. That's a big word. You have responsibility to take care of all this. Right, right. So that's what we're talking about. We're going to be talking about this week, our responsibility to the things that God created. When did, um, when did God tell Adam to name all the animals? Was that in... The, must yep. have been the sixth day. It had to be the sixth day after God created yeah. Adam, after okay. he formed him from the, the uh, dust of the earth. Because, you know, when I get to heaven, I'm going to talk to Adam. I, I, I want to know where he got the term porcupine. What is that? <laughs> it's not a pig, porca, pine. Well, of course, that's an English word. So we don't know what language he originally had, and, and it may have had a whole different sound to it, but that's what... That's what we Englishmen say. When I we, say prickly little critter. Yeah, prick, prickly little uh, critter. All right, go ahead. Hey, two big movies this summer came out, blockbuster movies. Do you know what they are? Uh, well, I, um, I think there were three blockbuster movies. Well, there may have been, but there were, there were two that led the way. Okay, well, you've got the Christian one about the... Um, the trafficking of young people in America and across the world. Yes. You've got Barbie, who I have not seen. Okay, Barbie's, Barbie's big. Barbie's big? Right. The Barbie movie has got all the Barbie lovers really gung-ho again. Well, and it's also a very woke movie. 
Well, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but yeah. uh, I'll take your word on it. And then the other one is Oppenheimer. Yes. Which is the story about the creation of the atom bomb. Yes. Okay, so one movie is about America's favorite doll, right? Barbie. Everybody loves Barbie, right? Even my daughter had a Barbie when she was growing up, okay? Every, all little girls want to be sure and have a Barbie doll yes. somewhere yes. through life, right? You okay, bet. this is what this big blockbuster movie is about. This is a movie that led the way. It was, it was more than Oppenheimer. It was more than any other movie this summer. It, it, it is getting huge amounts of money from people that are going to the theaters watching it now, okay? Okay. Oppenheimer is about the invention of the atom bomb, right? Okay. Yes. It, concern in this movie is human beings are reaching the point where they could what? Destroy the planet. Destroy the planet. That's right. Well, and I don't, I don't know if they could destroy the planet. I don't know if they could either. They could destroy all of the living things on the planet. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Now, which issue do you think should be number one, should be most important? Worrying about, I mean, concern about destroying the planet or America's favorite doll. Well, most people are concerned about... Barbie, the the favorite doll. Yeah, she's the reason, big seller. Reason I'm pointing that out is because the other issue about creation care, about taking care of the earth, that's not as big a popular item as uh, as other things. But we're going to talk about it because it is a biblical point. I don't know if you and I have ever talked about this, but do you believe in um, climate change? I believe that the climate is changing. I don't know all the science behind it. And well, do you think we're changing it, or it's the cycle of, the go- of God putting it in action? Well, I think it's possible that we're having some effect upon nature. It, it, human beings have done a lot in this world, and human beings have done things that are not good for the health of this world. I'm not going to deny that. There's a lot of things we've clearly discovered that haven't been good. I'm not not going to try to be an authority on climate change, but I do think that we could do things better than what what we're doing now. Okay, well, you're wrong, but that's all right. Okay. (laughs) I just just think God's in charge, and that's the end of it. And if God does not want this atmosphere or the temperatures to change or whatever, it's not going to. So if he's allowing us to change that, then that's his will. But God is allowing sin to have its effect in this world, too. And if we sin, we can also sin against the created things that God made for us. Okay. I, 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 I'm going to take a, a no on that one. Okay, you're welcome, too. All right, so when we come back tomorrow, same bat station, same bat time, 4 okay. o'clock on your local radio station, and if you're listening on podcast or watching on uh, webcast, uh, then it's whenever you want it. But we're going to start talking about your summer vacation. Seriously? Yes, I got to tell you where I went. Oh this is like first grade. Oh my 
my God. You know, what'd you do during your summer vacation? I haven't had one yet because you keep taking them. <laughs> Somebody's got to be here. Okay. Did well, you ever think about that? Well, you ought to find out what I'm doing then. <laughs> oh, good. So I can live vicariously That's through true. you and your wife. All That's right. true. All right. So we will be back tomorrow. We sure appreciate you taking the time to listen. If you haven't before, my name is Mac, and that's Pastor Delmar Austin. And the radio program is called The View from a Pew. And it's brought to you by the good folks, the very good folks at DivineTruthChristianStore.com. Anything, anytime, you can order it from Divine Truth Christian Store. And thanks for listening. Divine Truth Christian Store, where you'll find more.